Hey guys, welcome back to the Your Neighborhood Onies podcast. I'm Bria. I'm Nanj. So it's been quite a while since mm-hmm. we have been on a podcast and in recording. So I just wanted to explain what happened with the long break. So we had a vacation. Mm-hmm. On the vacation, I was supposed to edit the current episode, but then... I forgot my charger (laughs) for that whole week. So I didn't get to edit. And then by the time we came back, other things happened. So I never got to edit that. (laughs) Yeah. So I never got to edit the episode. And um, you should probably hear it before this one, but I just wanted to explain. And then we just took a break because life got to us Mm -hmm. (laughs) and all that. And also we wanted to change up the podcast and the format and everything. So we realized that um, with K-pop, the news part of things was hard for us to keep up with because it was a lot of new stuff that wasn't easy for us to even talk about. And it was just like a lot of new stuff we didn't care about. Let's be honest. (laughs) Okay. It's just a lot of petty stuff in the news section. We didn't care. (laughs) All pettiness. Yeah. Yeah. And we also realized that we started to like dramas a lot more and we was watching more dramas Mm -hmm. and we had did a previous um, reaction and did a review for it's okay not to be okay. And we realized we really like talking about that. So we decided to change the format to be more about our K-drama side, K-variety, and things like that. We are going to keep the K-pop stuff. We'll hear about certain things that come up if there's like a comeback we want to talk about or a certain topic in the K-pop section. But for now, we're just going to be more focused on the K-drama stuff. We're going to do more reactions and reviews of things and shows that we watch, any variety shows we watch or currently watching and things like that. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy. And now we could get back to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so the the show that we're going to talk about this week is DP, which is on Netflix. Yes. DP. Sorry, I had this open and then it went away. <laughs> so DP is about a private soldier named Jun Ho, who was a confused youth who served in the military, normally like other Koreans. One day, he suddenly becomes a member of the military defector arrest team. As such, he is tasked with capturing deserters and must grapple with the more troubling cases of why some soldiers feel they have no other choice but to, but to go absent without official leave. Yes. So DP is actually based on a webtoon called DP Dog Day. And it's by um, writer Kim Boo Tong. Am I saying that right? I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Kim Boo Tong. Okay, I hope I did. <laughs> but yes, it got adapted into a Netflix original. It has one season as of now. It's six episodes. They're a good like 40 to 50 minutes type of episode. Not too long. You could probably get through it in a day, honestly, mm-hmm. if you got the time. Mm-hmm. 
it was really good. So we're going to give a, a breakdown of each episode and afterwards how we felt and our rating on the episode, scale of one to 10, and if we recommend it. So episode one. So the first episode, the description for the first episode, Juno's keen eye earns him a position in the deserter pursuit unit. So DP. On his first mission with Park sung things don't go quite as planned. So what happens in this first episode? <laughs> a lot happens. A lot. So it like opens up and this guy's just like doing his normal delivery. And we're like, okay, then, this, then the lady got the nerve to talk about where's my change? Your kid took the change, lady. <laughs> Talking about my kid doesn't lie. Oh my God, that feeling just made me go like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? I hate that. Karens are everywhere in every race. Yes. <laughs> every race has Karens. Yeah, his life was just hard. Then going back to his part-time job and the owner is just annoying. Mm-hmm. Talking about what did you do? I got a complaint. And it's like, dude, you didn't even pay me yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just the beginning and then realizing he got to go to the army that Mm -hmm. following day or something it's like damn you just got it tough man yeah the the military oh god we didn't even get to episodes where he actually oh gosh the military is a mess yes in that first episode it shows you how much of it is a mess yeah there's basically a lot of hazing a lot of bullying but like not even like typical bullying well, there's like, you know, there's like teasing and then there's like emotional and mental abuse. Like that's yes. what was happening. Yes. It's like, like physical, mental, and emotional abuse. Bully to them without being directly a bully because they're using the fact that they're the senior, regardless the of their rank. age. It's yeah. all about the rank system. Who've been there longer, who got a better rank and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he didn't even get to like, where he's supposed to be stationed at he's in training first mm-hmm. and training wasn't that bad but once he got to the police part of the military oh that's where it got hard because mm-hmm. that the guy that's in there horrible horrible person he's such a horrible person to them yeah the guy was that was in his room yes the hierarchy the older guy sergeant or whatever he was Mm -hmm. he he was just a bad person trying to remember his name it was um it was something jang something yeah i don't remember but yeah he (laughs) piece of crap that's what he was yeah yeah so juno ends up getting a job with the deserter pursuit unit which is basically people who defect from the military for various reasons he goes out into back into society and arrests them so he gets this job because he gets assigned to the military police and then they're like doing interviews and he notices the the guy's like sock color or something because he was looking in the mirror yeah like, like he, he was noticing those little details so yeah, the guy paid attention like, okay. to detail yeah and then he waited there all night, too, because the guy was like, hold on, I'll be back. And then just left him there all night. And he just stayed. He just stayed yeah, and waited. Yeah, gotta follow orders. 
But um, I, I mean, if it was me, I would have left. But yeah. it, I like I wouldn't have ended up in the unit because I would have just left. But I would have yeah, been he, left. After the first 10 left. minutes, I was like, I don't think I'm coming back. It's time to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and then he, um, because remember the guy had the files on the desk of the guy they were yeah. trying to catch? And he he looked through the files, even though he wasn't supposed to. He looked through the files and like actually helped them catch the guy or like gave a suggestion on how they could catch the guy. Yeah, so, so he noticed those details and that's when the guy realized, oh, he was right. And I mm-hmm. think he's a good choice to help chase after these soldiers that left. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so the the first guy they have to catch He's assigned with Park sung who is like, he's only in DP. So DP is like a coveted position because they get to leave. Yeah. Like everybody else has to stay on the base, but DP gets to leave and just like go outside yeah, to civilization, what they want, you know, pretty much like, yeah, they have a job, but they don't take it seriously half the time. So the guy he's assigned with, he only got the DP position because he got connections. Yeah. Like he has money. He has connections. So to him he's just going on like a trip so he takes juno with him and they go like partying and drinking doing karaoke and stuff and then they never even open the file so no, they don't even know no. who they're supposed to they catch. just spend the night drinking partying away exactly they don't even know who they're supposed to catch so juno goes out for a cigarette and this guy walks by and is like you got a lighter and he's like yeah and he's like keep it i don't need it and the guy's like thanks basically He's like, yeah, thanks. And then Juno goes back and they don't even find out till later that the person they were supposed to catch killed himself by burning charcoal. Yeah, they found out the next morning. Yeah, they found out the next morning. When they're still drunk. Yes, And hung over. And they find out he killed himself with the charcoal, you know, smoke Mm -hmm. thing. And then- With the lighter he got from Juno. Because Juno didn't even know who he was supposed to catch. So just handed the lighter to him. And he went off and killed himself with it. Yeah, because on the lighter is from the base, I think. Yeah. So it had the base thing. So that's when I think the guy realized, oh, they are going to find me soon. And mm-hmm. he's like, I refuse to go back. I have no way of, you know, he thinks he's going to be punished even more. He doesn't know what's going to happen because there are very strict laws against if you leave without notice in the military you could get kicked out so many other things mm-hmm. like there's prison you have to think about and stuff like that there's all type of consequences mm-hmm. so he's just like i couldn't handle it and he chose to go out by suicide mm-hmm. and that really messed up juno because when he yeah. looked at the picture looking at the lighter and he just realizing oh what- i handed the lighter to him yeah, like he just helped aided to his suicide. Mm-hmm. And he snapped. He yep. snapped on Park Sung Woo. Yeah, as he rightfully was trying should. to cover it up. He was trying yeah. to cover it up, treat it like no big deal. So Juno beat the mess out of him. He was like, yes. no, somebody died. We need to take this seriously. It was our fault. He beat the mess out of him. Yeah, yeah, that was the first episode. (laughs) But yeah, and it's kind of interesting how he was beating him up. And then when you look at the screen, the face changed to his own face. And it's basically like beating him 
own self up because he realized I messed up too. Mm -hmm. Why did I have to go along with the guy? I should have did something. I should have did my job and stuff like that. And the Mm -hmm. guilt is getting him. He has nightmares now. He's just so guilt ridden and he thinks he's in trouble he doesn't know what's going to happen once he goes back on base because he also beat up a senior so yeah (laughs) so he's in trouble now (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's episode one in the second episode uh the guy so they only got uh juno because another guy was all like in the hospital for was it because he got stabbed or something I think because of that, and also they else. said he was sick. There was a yeah. lot of things wrong with him. There was a lot of things wrong with him. But <laughs> so the original DP guy, Han Ho Yol, he returns to the base and partners up with Juno to search for a soldier last spotted at a subway station. So yes. they had the guy on. So they had the guy on CCTV, and it looked like he was about to jump in front of a train. And that's all they know. So they're trying to catch him before he, they think he's going to kill himself. So. Yes. Cause he didn't report back. Cause he was on leave, but didn't come back. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, okay, we just got him on camera where he's going to go. So now Han Hyo-yul. Hoyo. Hoyo. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's different. He's a little yes. bit quirky. <laughs> he's eccentric. Eccentric very different but he also has senior status so he doesn't get as bullying and hazing as mm-hmm. everybody else and he's also does his job he actually cares you know yeah unlike his old partner mm-hmm. so things are getting interesting now because they're actually gonna do their job their job <laughs> <laughs> you know so juno's happy so he gets a second chance because he was at jail, you know, but they're like, let's give him one more chance because there's a whole bunch of like hierarchy issues starting to go on because there's mm-hmm. a new guy on base. And he he wants DP to run a certain way. You know, it, mm-hmm. he seems like a good guy because he's telling me, you know, do this, do that. You know, I'll help y'all out. But it's a lot of hierarchy issues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, got a second chance. Thank and you. I think they realized that, like, it probably wasn't completely his fault. Like, yes, yeah. he, he made bad choices. But I think they realized, like, he was only taking orders from his higher up. So Yeah, and this higher up sucks. It's trash. <laughs> Horrible person. Mm-hmm. So now they're going outside and they're going to start looking. But they only have access to so much, only so little things, you know, because mm-hmm. they're not police technically. Mm-hmm. So they can't really go and be like, show my badge type of thing. That they was gotta- so weird to me in this drama, how like people were just agreeing to give them all this information. I'm like, maybe they have some kind of military credentials. That don't mean nothing. You don't know who these people are. You just tell everybody's business to them. Yeah, maybe it is maybe they got it like maybe it was like a call they sent out like he's missing we're gonna get get in touch with you to see if we can find a person and stuff like that because they're going through all their personal stuff that's still left on base to try to mm-hmm. figure out their movements or what they're gonna do next yeah their journals and, and stuff 
Yeah, because they don't have access to a lot of things police do. Mm-hmm. So they can't get certain warrants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have to have like a certain like level of like, okay, certainty that this person is there so they can actually go in type mm-hmm. of thing. But everybody is just like basing off because like, they know the military and, and they probably found out that their loved one has left. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to track his movements. Well, there was one episode where like they got a warrant for something, but they had to like go through people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have to yeah. be really certain and there's a whole bunch of like loops to go around to yeah. get to it, you know? So mm-hmm. in this one, they're trying to track his movements, try to figure out and stuff like that. And also it's interesting how they used his like um social media or like email and username info stuff Mm -hmm. i thought that was interesting from the internet cafe yeah i didn't realize that people on the run would still try to use that that's very Mm -hmm. interesting (laughs) yeah because well he couldn't use his id so we used his girlfriend's yeah yeah he used the girlfriend's info and stuff like that i was like huh that's how credit and fraud happens yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know so simple things (laughs) It turns out the guy ran away because he was being basically bullied in his sleep because he snored. So yes. they would they would uh like put a gas mask on him and fill it with water. Like they were they, like they could have literally killed him. Like that that's yes. not, this isn't even bullying. This is worse. Like they could have actually killed him. They put I a know, gas mask he's on him and filled it with water and stuff like that. And his snoring is bad, but they didn't have to do him like that they because didn't have to almost kill him. Because now he's sleep deprived during the day. And mm-hmm. then when he's awake, he's supposed to be awake. They still bully him just for falling asleep. Oh, oh, he got the nerve to fall asleep. Now I'm like, you kept him awake last night mm-hmm. by bullying him. You can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. He is sleep deprived and stuff like that. So when they found out, like tracking his movements, he's only awake during the night. Mm-hmm. And they realize. Uh, I, I still don't understand how they realized he was on the subway type of thing writing that 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 was interesting um their logic is better than my logic because no, i think they saw like didn't they have like his receipts or something like he yeah was, but he, he was, was going like, to convenience stores that were at the end of the subway line so then they yeah. realized oh like he's not just like taking the subway all the way from end to end he was falling asleep on the subway and like he would just end up at the last stop so in the cctv video where it looked like he was going to jump in front of a train he was literally he was just, just falling, falling asleep, asleep and almost fell in front of a train so yeah, a guy it, saved it, him. it was quite interesting just realizing this dude is just tired he just wants yeah. to sleep mm-hmm. and he panicked so he just started to just and he said the most i don't know what he do got now. was on the subway because yeah. he couldn't sleep back at the barracks yeah, he, he felt more comfortable sleeping on a subway. Mm-hmm. If you live in America, the subway ain't clean. You right don't at sleep all. On, on, over there. No, mm-hmm. no. Some nasty stuff happening in the subway. <laughs> yeah, so they ended up getting him. Yeah. And they took so, him back. Yeah. So a place where he can't... Well, maybe he could sleep in jail. <laughs> maybe. Well, they transferred all his people in his base to a different base. So technically, he can get new people but who knows if we're gonna get hazed again you know probably everybody's evil apparently when you get to the military (laughs) 
So that's episode three, uh, two. In episode three, Juno and Holyo assist with a mission while on break. In an attempt to gain intel, the two go undercover to befriend a deserter's girlfriend. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this one starts out with them, you know, getting, you know, more insight and things like that. They finally are bonding too, you know, the two, mm-hmm. Juno and Hoyo, they're bonding and things like that. And now they got to deal with, because there's different type of people that run away. And he's mm-hmm. one of the crazy, yes, crazy types, yes. you know, where you have to be careful because you don't know how he will attack you. Because this guy isn't a good guy at Mm-mm. all, at all. So. Yeah, the last two, they were kind of just bullied out. This guy just left. Because he don't want to be in the military. He's, He's not going to be there. Spoiled and all type of stuff. Because we find out he was um, type of like an escort, you know, male escort and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they finally found him in the beginning. But they found him at his at dad's place and they had to actually fight him, man. He actually is a good fighter. I'm not gonna lie. Because he did a number on them. <laughs> and the dad. So he, the guy is like abusive to his dad too, who he lives yes. with. And his dad yes. was still trying to like stop them from capturing him. Yeah. I still don't understand how the dad was that small compared to him though. I don't know. I don't know. So one of the dad can't fight back. <laughs> So yeah, they go undercover as escorts and they befriend the guy's girlfriend who he's abusive to her too. He's abusive to her, but she's also ex, you know, the same field as him. She used to have a job, but she kept giving him money, funding Mm -hmm. his life and everything. Yeah, she, yeah, she funds his life. Yeah, she's in debt her place of work is not paying her and stuff like that so you know you feel bad for her and that's uh, her place of know. work suggested she sleep with some of the clients yeah she want more money mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff so, like that and yeah, then so juno, juno starts to feel pity for her yeah yeah you, even though the girl but... told him don't feel pity for me you know mm-hmm. but he did and because now he has to team up with other DP, right? Mm-hmm. He has to team up with a DP unit in Busan, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was Busan, yeah. Yeah, it was in Busan. So this team, Hanyo has a vendetta against one of the guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so vendetta, back when they were in training, they, he took his choco pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Mel tell you, don't touch the choco pie, man. It, it's it's a real he thing. He was saving it. He was saving it. You know, it. choco pies are a thing in the military. People would kill over it. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, he was so saving his choco pie and the guy ate it. Tragic. Yeah, it's like a big um, difference between the two DP squad. Because one, they showed up in suits and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, yeah, I use my mom's car. And I'm like, really dude <laughs> where they look like bums on the street <laughs> yeah i know that's because they had to get the the extra clothes the reject clothes out yeah. the bag they got the bargain yeah. bin outfits yeah they just got the hamper stuff <laughs> <laughs> so 
they have to get their help because since the guy wants to use his mom card, we're going to get the funds to pay the girlfriend, you know, so she can get herself some help and out of debt a little bit, you know. And he and also it's for a trap because Juno's going to use her to get to the guy with mm-hmm. that money. So the other DP people is like, yeah, okay, you can use the money, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it worked. You know, the girl was over there like, why don't you eat? Stay and eat, you know, trying to, you know, tell him, don't you love me? I can't mm-hmm. just be doing this. The homie just wanted the money. He, did. he just wanted the money. See, Juno he felt pity no for good. her because, so we also learned that Juno came from like an abusive home. Yeah. So his dad would beat his mom. So yeah. he basically saw his mom and the girl and pitied her. Yeah. So it still followed her though. To- <laughs> it still followed her. It was a trap altogether, you know, because they tried to trap the guy and mm-hmm. they fought again. And Juno got the upper hand this time, you know. Mm-hmm. And all the other DB guys came out, you know help and they finally detained this crazy maniac yeah he definitely crazy Crazy. he was ready to kill them Mm -hmm. (laughs) no questions asked (laughs) so then they go to get the money back because it was in an envelope or something they go to get the money back realize the money is gone and it's just gift cards just like gift certificates and they look around and they realize the girl is nowhere to be seen (laughs) (laughs) it was like gift certificates for a department store and then so what she had happened was the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what had happened was she had the money and then she went into the bathroom at one point when they were following her and they couldn't follow her in the bathroom. So she had the money in the back of a toilet or in the wall. Where was it? It, it was in the um, toilet thing. Yeah, like the back like of the toilet. behind there. Something yeah, she like put that. it in a plastic bag. Yeah. And hid it in the toilet in the woman's bathroom. So she's, so they... They were following her and then she ended up scamming them. Uh-huh. So now she got the money and they caught the guy. So I got it kind of went for everybody. She, she made a phone call to Juno she and just told Juno, like, I told you not to pity me. Right. Like, I told what? you not to pity me. You should never yeah, trust me yeah, with this you money. Sh- shouldn't have pitied me. I-, I know what I'm doing, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. And thanks for the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> The and you could tell he felt like oh wow i just got duped by this girl <laughs> yeah so that's episode three episode four the monty hall problem in this episode relentless hazing shifts chosuk bong's once warm personality riddled with responsibilities and enlistee jumps the fence at the dead of night so this episode talks about the monty hall problem which is basically from um like an old game show where there's three doors and then you pick a door and then they reveal a door that the prize is not behind. So then you have, there's only two doors left. And the choice you have is, do you want to stick with your original choice or do you want to switch to the other door? So basically it's all about, should you switch or should you stay with your original choice? And the guy that runs away, he basically, he understood the Montreal problem like yeah, he's a, a very complex way yeah, very, he's very smart, smart guy they like very show smart. how he figured like how he understood it when he was in college so yeah, he basically how turns he be, his life went in the card it. games too with that logic yeah he was reason. scamming people <laughs> with card games 
So basically he turns his life into a Monty Hall problem. So his issue is his grandmom has dementia. Yeah, she had dementia and they she lives in like the slums of Korea. Yeah, like the slums, mm-hmm. real slums. Yeah, the real <laughs> slums. So her house is like up for demolition, but they don't have anywhere to put her and she won't leave and they you can't just destroy the house with her in it. Yeah. So he basically realizes that this is one of his choices and effects from the military to help his grandma. Yeah. So in this one, you could see that Juno and Hoyo definitely were confused. Yeah. <laughs> they, they heard about that Monty Hall problem and they were like, what does that mean? Because they could <laughs> definitely was looking at each other like, I don't get it. Because mm-hmm. they were also confused, like, what made him decide to go quit college to go join in to the military in the first place was mm-hmm. one of his decisions in the whole Monty Yeah, because he was really problem. smart. He could have stayed in school. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. they were just thinking, like, so that was one of his solutions. So <laughs> what makes him decide to want to now leave and jump the uh-huh. fence and regardless if he was going to get hurt or not? Because mm-hmm. he had no problems in the military. He was making money. Like, mm-hmm. he was winning all those card games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was doing stuff just to make money on the side. So they're trying to figure out what made him decide to leave now. Because now he also found out about other things with his, um, the house and stuff like that. And the whole eviction thing is what ended up making him leave. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to chase and stuff like that. And they finally catch him after talking to one of his um, college friends. Mm-hmm. And they're chasing him, chasing him, and they end up getting themselves in a little pickle. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all a trap, really. As the guy is too smart, too smart for them, as mm-hmm. they're realizing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This guy, he he understood the homework assignment <laughs> way too well, because they don't understand what this guy is doing. And they're really trying to figure out his movements and things like that. And like they finally get to figure out what way would he be able to watch over his grandmother and protect her. Mm-hmm. And that is to be part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like going undercover in the system and the, the team that's supposed to be demolishing the area. Mm-hmm. So basically he could protect his grandmother by being a part of that. Yeah, so in the beginning of the episode, they originally went to go visit his grandma, and his grandma confused whole y'all for him because his grandma has dementia. So as they're leaving, you see like the group of like uh people who do the demolition, and like you don't think anything of it, and they just run away. And then at the end, you realize he was in the group the whole time. Yeah, he was all the way in the back. I was like, yeah. really? <laughs> Like they had, they had him, basically. They had him in the beginning, but he, that's how they realized he knew that they were there already to chase mm-hmm. after him. And they're like, the only way for him to have figured it out is if he was there too. Mm-hmm. So they found him, finally caught him, and stuff like that. 
And they finally get to sit down and talk to this man about everything. Oh, wait, so remember they took him to his grandma first? Oh, yes. Like, they took yeah, him after to they his, caught him. They took him back him, to his grandma's they house. They made sure he could go back and talk to his grandma and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. But like I said, she has dementia. Yeah, his grandma didn't even recognize him. His grandma still raised him <laughs> and didn't even recognize him. He's, she still thought Hoyo was her grandson. It was really sad. And then he bowed for his grandma. Yeah, it was, it was sad. sad, but he understood. She's still sick, you know, and stuff then, like that. But then when they're about to take him back to the base. They're at the bus station and they're just sitting down. And they finally get to talk to this dude. And he was like, well, I was going to come back. I just had things to, you know, try to help my grandmother, you know, get a better stable environment for her mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they talked to him and realized he just had a few more months to handle the situation and then he'll come back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're like, let's just Go pretend ahead. like we never caught you. You know, right. Go ahead. We ain't seen nothing. Yeah, we ain't seen nothing. You know, you got the better hand of it. You right. know, we I'll never had this us. conversation. Go ahead. You know, and they reported back to their um, boss and he was kind of like, well, I guess it happens. We'll, we'll chase after him later. Yeah. You know, because I think he understood um, the guy's situation too back at the base. Mm-hmm. and realize you know it's okay to let a few ones lose well then they just we'll say he ran away or something huh then they just say he ran away yeah they say he ran away so they're kind of like well okay nothing <laughs> you can do about it we'll catch him another time we got more people <laughs> on the list yeah a lot of people on the list yeah i really like the end of this episode how they let him leave again yes and also, we start to get introduced to Cho Suk Byung. He's been in the whole episodes. He's been yeah, he was in, there the whole time. I've never paid attention. I didn't notice him. I just thought he was just you know his anime drawing loving. Yeah, self, I thought he was just a back character, that. a background. Yeah, he character. was just a back character at first, but in this episode, you start to see a whole bunch of shift changing. In yes. the environment and everything. Like he gets bullied the, like the worst out of everybody. Yeah. It, it was something else. Because mm-hmm. he was on like night duty, guard night duty. And this one guy that was with him, a horrible person, did some. Everybody was awful horrible. To him. Everybody. You, yeah, you guys gotta it, watch it. Like, you gotta just, watch it. It's just very inhumane things that were happening to him. And mm-hmm. you start to see how his personality is breaking down. It's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, he also tried to tell the other guy, like, look what I could do to the new recruits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more stronger now. And it's like, he's like looking at him like, what happened to you? Yeah, suck bomb is starting like, to bully you're people. You're not here, so you don't know what's going on. Yeah, you don't know what I'm going people. through. And Juno was like, no, we don't do this. And suck bong is like, yeah, we do this. You weren't <laughs> here, but this is what we've been doing. Yeah. So we get a little bit inside the storyline of that character. Yeah, he's, you can see him starting to go downhill. Yeah. Because so he that's was a really nice four. guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was so nice. Yeah. Oh, so nice. So that's episode four, episode five, Military Dog. So in this episode, 
Sukbong is pushed over the edge. And during their investigation, the DP duo learns of the events that unfolded at Huang Jiangsu's discharge. So Jiangsu was the guy who was like in the barracks with them, who was just bullying the mess out of he was all the, the new honcho people. of their little like um their barracks. Yeah, their barrack. He was a awful person. Awful. Didn't care about anybody mm-hmm. but his own self. Like, if he felt a little bit jealous, he would take you down a notch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many evil things and stuff like that. Yeah, so is it the end of episode? Yeah, so at the end of episode four, the uh, like the, the guy walks into the room and it's like, I think Suck Bong like left. Yeah. That's the I end of episode he four. Left. Yeah. Episode and five, you find out what happened. Yes. So the guy was trying to make him like, th- this was like literally sexual abuse. Yes, like, it is. So he, yes, so Sukbong was on like guard duty, like guard in the front gate with the, another guy who bullies him. And yeah, the guy another was senior to, guy. Yeah. And he was trying to make him just do like in a very inappropriate Perverted things. things. <laughs> yes. Very perverted things. But she had made him do before. And Sukbong was already on his last straw. So Suckbong basically snapped and was like, no, I'm, I'm done with this. And beat the mess out of this guy. Like beat him with his helmet, like black and blue to Yeah, but the guy face. attacked him first. Yeah. Attacked him first. He was texting him first, but he was like, nah, nah, that's ain't that. This because ain't the that. guy knows judo. Mm-hmm. Suckbong knows judo. So mm-hmm. he's not weak. You nope. know, he's not a weak guy. So he tackled him and started beating him down mm-hmm. to the point you think is this dude dead right now right i thought he was <laughs> i thought he was dead i was like oh no he just killed he just killed <laughs> yeah, you could just see the mo- this acting his acting amazing he did like everybody's job. acting's drama was good but suck bong's acting amazing because you can see him start up in the middle <laughs> you can see him start as such a loving nice human being and, and then his slowly slow descent descending even when he was smoking a cigarette you could tell how um amateur he was about smoking a cigarette like he doesn't really normally do it mm-hmm. you could see the amateur in, in him but he wants to act like he's tough mm-hmm. when he's like around the, the um the, the new higher recruits, ups the like new recruits that, you know but once the seniors come he has to act timid and stuff like that but mm-hmm. once he finally Started to fight back and hit, literally beat this guy down to a bloody pulp in the middle of the night. <laughs> middle of the night, no one's around until I until the, the other pulp. guy walks up and the saw recruits. like the whole thing. And so it was just a, it was a random new recruit. Yes, and that and the new, new recruit, recruit was like uh <laughs> was quiet and do nothing. Just stood there, and Sukbong just walked on out. He just walked out the front. Like just he didn't hop a gate like everybody front. else. Nothing. He just walked he out the just front. Walked his way out. Because the one person that could stop him, he beat up. So he just and left. the new recruit ain't gonna stop him. He go, not a at, senior for one. After I two, just, he just, he just saw the person. <laughs> right after what he just saw, I ain't stopping you. Go ahead. You, you hit do me that. Too. Do you? Do you, guy? <laughs> <laughs> so you can see that, and then Juno and Hanyo. They're definitely more motivated to try to get him back safely mm-hmm. because they that's know their friend. Him. 
you know, they know he's not a bad person and they also know he's been hazed, but they mm-hmm. didn't know the extent of it. Because they and were there. started to find out all the things that happened. And one of the main events was when um, Jiangsu was mm-hmm. being discharged. So he finally looked at everybody and was like, you know, this was nice and fun. What happened here stays here, you know? It's military life. Things happen, guys. No, you know, good luck. But Sub Bong was like, what do you mean? You're yeah, just going to leave? Like, no, you can't just leave. You just, you're just going to forget it like nothing happened? He's like, mm, yeah, I mean, what happens in the military stays in the military, you know? Like, let it go. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but Sub Bong was just like... He wants an apology. He wants an apology. And so it's like, well, if you want one, sorry. Too bad. Like, half ass, <laughs> no meaning apology. He just said it just to say it, you know? Yeah. You know, because like he what? bullied, like abused him. Like stuff that you would go to jail over abused him. Yeah. And all he wanted was a sorry. That's all he wanted. And that guy just looked at him like he was Jansu, nothing. Trash. And just treated those last two years that well, all the time that he was there. It's something, just a simple memory that he's just going to forget once he's outside. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, really? Everything that happens on this space is going to really, truly stays on this space. Because not everybody's going to go outside and be friends or even mm-hmm. talk to each other anymore. It's just mm-hmm. a phase of that two-year period and you now you're back to civilization. It's just mm-hmm. a big, like, different worlds. Mm-hmm. And then that military base is a whole different world. Because once you go outside, like Jiangsu has, and back to civilization, guess what? He was being just another lackey. Yeah. Just another lackey in real life, too. Mm-hmm. Living in like a tiny apartment. Mm-hmm. Working a at 7 Eleven. Verbally abuses him. Working at a 7 Eleven. Yep. <laughs> being abused at the 7 like verbally abused by the boss at the 7 Eleven. Yeah, he was just treated like another, another regular. Which kind of gives you like more of a backstory onto why he was such a bully at yeah, because on he the had military power. base. Yeah, he, he finally, finally had got the power. power, so he used that power to his advantage. People who bully are usually bullied, so yeah, it makes so, sense. So Sukman, back to Sukman and his little journey, because now they had to find him. Yeah, because once they, they realized, realized what happened on Jiangsu's last day, they're like, "Oh, we know where he's going." <laughs> Oh, we he, know exactly he's where he's going. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, that little half, sorry, is not going to work. So he, they're like, okay, we have to get to Jiangsu. That's the main thing they have to do. And then they finally get help from the DP guys. You know, when they were back in Busan, they came and helped. But because of strict leadership, and hierarchy problems, the so-called guy that's part of be on the um, DP side wanted to cancel the mission and pretend like nothing happened because mm-hmm. he wanted revenge from their boss who was telling them he's not going to be nobody's punk type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole hierarchy thing. So the mission is supposed to be, you know, disband and whatnot. But the other DP guys decided, you know what? We'll still help to help you find your friend. Mm-hmm. 
and they find him at the bus station and the chase and fight oh my gosh this chase <laughs> took forever this chase and fight started so crazy and we ended on a very well you know in the chase we see him running stuff like that oh wait so when um juno catches him on the bus so he's the last one on the bus juno catches him on the bus they ended up breaking the window suck bong jumps out the window juno jumps after him but suck bong jumps out the window the other dp guy the 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 one who ate the chocolate pie was that the one that the no 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 pie? It's the, the other guy well the other dp guy the heavier one he's like he jumps out between the buses like eh, i got you and the suck yeah. just pushes him and a homie gets hit by a bus he got it's not funny but it was bus. funny he got ran over a by bus and i really thought right here and then suck by him really kill someone now right i was really like kill oh someone man because right i was and- i'm still and at this point i'm still rooting for suck bomb I was still hoping that maybe we will get him calm him down and then he just runs off. See, just everybody runs wanted off. to catch him because they were like, no, don't go hurt John Sue. If it was me, I would have dragged my feet a little bit. They're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe if I had known what John Sue did to him, I'd be like, you know what? Go get a head start real quick. I'll, I'll catch you in a second. So the other DP guy didn't die. Luckily, I'm I know he I'm got hit by a whole surprise, but he's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite surprised he still lived. So now they still have to chase after him because he left. Mm-hmm. But now they're wondering, is he still going to go after Jung Su? Yes, and they realize based on his cell phone pings or whatnot, that he's still going. He mm-hmm. is still determined to go. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know what? We're not going to listen to orders. We're not going to stop and let the police handle it. We're going to go. So mm-hmm. Jun Ho and Hun Yul go after him. And so Suk they Bong, called Jang Su to warn him. They were like, Suk Bong escaped and he's after you. And Jang Su just laughs because he's like, so? Oh, really? He going to come after me? Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Bet. <laughs> So Sukbong gets to Jiangsu's apartment and he, first of all, he's stupid. Like, so he gets there and the door is already open. Like the doors are like, that should be your first clue that homie knows you're coming. Mm-hmm. The door's already in. open. So he has, what did he have? A knife? Yeah, he has a knife on him. And he he has a knife. In. That's his plan, a knife. So the door is already open. So he walks in thinking he has some kind of upper hand. Jiangsu swings at him with a baseball bat. Knock like, him to the ground. A mess. Yeah. But then Silkbone realized, even though this um Jungsu is talking all this mess. He's shaking. He's shaking. Oh, so you scared of me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you scared because we outside now. And cuts him, he cuts him with the knife too. Yeah. And he flees. And in this stairwell scene, wow, amazing acting. Right. So he's just cracking up. Just crazy <laughs> laughing. <laughs> talking to himself talking about he's scared he's scared of me and stuff like that <laughs> his acting was so good so good but as soon as he comes down the stairs and out the door because he had tased he Juno on the way up to the apartment <laughs> he tased him yeah so he so finally, Juno gets finally feels better and then catches them they all catch him yeah he, he's still a little crazy he's not in his right 
mental state at all. But they caught him. Mm-hmm. And they're finally taking him back to the base yes. in the car ride. In the car. And he's like handcuffed to like, you know, a little hook in the ceiling of the yeah, car. Yeah, the hook, the little handlebar hook. Mm-hmm. They got him on that. So and they're just trying to, to talk himself. to him. Yeah. You know, try to calm him down, but he's not, he's not listening. He's yeah. not he's in the right to mental himself, space. Like, why am I the one in trouble? He's the one that abused me. Why am I getting arrested? And in my head, I'm like, you're right, Sugbong. Why are you the one getting arrested? Yeah, like, like he, he's side. like, y'all all knew what was happening. Right, you all y'all knew what was saw. happening. Y'all did nothing. And nothing. Stuff like that. And he started snapping. He snapped so bad, he didn't pull his handcuffs out of the ceiling. Oh, Lord. And that's where the episode ends. All you hear is a screech, and it goes black. Yeah. okay so that's the end of episode five suck bong has freed himself in the moving car oh lord so (laughs) in in episode six when a chase after uh, suck bong turns into a manhunt juno and holio rush to find him before armed men bring him down so it picks so the beginning of episode six picks up where episode five left off so suck bong has freed himself he's still handcuffed but he's free in the car so they're mm-hmm. driving through a tunnel and Suck Bong is trying to like get a hold of the steering wheel and Juno's trying to hold him back and it's a whole thing and then crashing the car in the tunnel. Yes, they end up crashing. Juno Suck wakes Bong, up. Like, turn the wheel into the wall. This was Juno like the corniest lane crash. But... <laughs> that Suck Bong is not there. Everybody mm-hmm. say, but Suck Bong has disappeared again. Yeah, because Suck Bong was somehow fine in this accident. But uh but the main guy and Juno were knocked out in this very, very minor accident, if you ask me. But whatever. It was <laughs> then, a minor accident. <laughs> yeah, very minor. I don't know how they got knocked out. Anyway, but Suckbong, it's it's a drama. We got to suspend our disbelief. <laughs> but yeah, Suckbong escapes. Still handcuffed. I don't know. He got out of the handcuffs at some point. Got for, or like broke him. I don't remember. And then he what happened? He did something, but he got himself free. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he ends up going back to Jong Su's place, and he actually kidnaps him. Like he gets yeah. him. He Amazing. went back and decided, no, I, no, we're not finished. Yep, we're, we're not, not finished. <laughs> and kidnaps him. He tased them and kidnap him. He takes him into this like, what was, like not a cave. It was in the side of a mountain, but like it's not like a, a cave. Tunnel cave. Like a, yeah, a military tunnel. Yeah, military tunnel that was originally for North Koreans, but the South, you know, got a hold of it and whatnot, stuff mm-hmm. like something like that. Yeah, so now that he kidnapped the guy, the higher ups are debating what to do. They're like, because the police are now on the case. Yeah, because now that somebody got kidnapped, it is no longer just a military problem. Yeah, but the thing is, the military don't want the police to get involved because the military has a lot of things they need to hide. Because yeah. if this goes public, it does no them no good. And then people are up, are up for promotion, so they need to look good. It's just a mess. Just a mess. So Juno and Hoyo, even though Juno is in the hospital, he's not banged up too badly. Hoyo is just like, so what are we going to do? And he's like, we're going to have to find them. We're going to have to find them, try to figure out where he is. They do all this technology pinging of this, that, what the not. And they found <laughs> out where he is. 
And they also did a little bit more research into his background too. Mm-hmm. Fung to wonder what makes what made him truly snap what was yeah. he before the military and you get to see like his backstory like he worked at a um a school with kids mm-hmm. and he, he was, was an art teacher because he art liked to teacher, draw you know mentoring all these little kids and stuff like that they even had a nickname for him Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like a Gandhi nickname for him. Because he was so peaceful. Peaceful, such a kind soul, and mm-hmm. things like that. And everybody just seems kind of like, you know, want him to get back safely because they're like, he's not a bad person. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy and stuff like that. So you can see that dynamic and you just wonder, I was like, how could someone turn so you know to the other side 180 mm-hmm. and it's so sad to see his downfall mm-hmm. slowly but surely gets even worse because his problem is really big now because yep. the military realized oh we can't just leave this to beliefs we want to act like real military people and chase after him too so they because get the terrorist unit to go after him even though none of these people have ever shot a guy and they're his friends like they trained with him they don't want to kill him so the boss of the dp team he's just telling his superior the general like these guys are not made for war like this Mm -hmm. they're friends with him why are you trying to make them go in to kill him they're not built for this you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so, you know, Junon and Honyo found him in the tunnel place, you know, figured out where he was at. The police well, the police well. got there first. Didn't the police yes. get there first? Yeah, the, the, so the police, police got there first. Got to him first. And police, I don't know what's their issue. They, yeah, they had, had him, issues. you know. And they, they just started they finally called him and everything because um, Sukbang was trying to torture him and tell him, like, truly explain to me why you treated me like this. Mm-hmm. And now you're going gonna... to get a taste of your own yeah. medicine type of mm-hmm. thing. I'm going to treat you like you treated me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, and you can see Jung Soo, you know, terrified now. Like, mm-hmm. truly terrified. Like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die. And stuff yeah, like that. But then that. he heard the police coming, so then he tried to move them to a new, like, he tried to run with Jung Soo. And Jiang Su ended up getting free, and the police and got Sukbong, and they started beating him up. And then Juno shows up, and they start the police and Juno start fighting, and Sukbong gets it was a, just a lack of communication. Everybody lack each of other communication, up. and I <laughs> think so the dumb. police did the wrong pro- protocol. Yeah, the police. I don't. Messed I don't up. understand why he continued to beat the guy. He yeah. could have just cuffed them and called it a day. But now he mm-hmm. wanted to show his authority. Yeah, the police messed everything up in that situation. Yeah, truly did. Because he they could have arrested him and calmed down the situation. But no, we got to continue it. Because now, mm-hmm. uh, Sokban has a gun now. He took the police gun. Yep. Yes. And he left. And you know, he couldn't chase after him with a gun yet. Mm-hmm. Let them walk away, run free. Because now Suk Bong is after Jung Soo and he is not going to give up now. Yeah, not so Jung Soo, 
Jiangsu makes it out of the tunnel and then he ends up in this area and all they show is that he's like so shocked and surprised and in awe of where he is. So in my mind, I'm like, where did he end up? Because he's finally like back outside, like out of the yeah, tunnel. Yeah, I thought he was in North Korea. Like, yeah, I thought he was North like, North I'm like did the tunnel take him to North Korea? Like, where is he? I'm very confused. And then it shows that he's back at the military base, like where they all started. Yes. It was a memorable place, apparently. And it Which just kind of makes... took him there. Mm-hmm. So, cell phone looking at him like, you, you know why we're here, right? And Jiangsu <laughs> drops to his knees and begs. Desperate. Oh, he begs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now he's sorry. <laughs> You're a little late. Now he's, but... he's like, please don't kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and so... not everybody's showing up. So then Juno and Hoyol show up. No, Hoyol shows up first. And yeah. he's just like. Trying to talk him down. Don't, don't do it, man. I understand. He's like, what you understand? You ain't been through what I've been through. Right. You were in the stuff here. like that. But you know, Hanyo is kind of traumatized because we got a gun. And Hanyo's like, I don't know how to calm down. I don't want to get shot. Okay. <laughs> I want to die too. <laughs> Let's calm down now. Mm-hmm. So he he grabs, Sukbang grabs Jung Su, got him hold on him, you know, pointing the gun, waving at everybody like, no, this ain't it. Then <laughs> Jung Ho, Jun Ho comes up and he's just like, let's calm down and stuff like that. I know, and trying he looks to bring- at him and say, you were there just like me. You did nothing. You're never there because mm-hmm. you're always out on, you know, getting the criminals that ran mm-hmm. away and stuff like that. And then Juno was trying to remind him of his students, like the girl yeah. going to school. She got into the school. Like, you should go tell her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were talking him down, you know? They were like getting he, it somewhere. It was too far gone. But like, they were they really getting were like, somewhere. He, he I know. Was, they he were was getting, getting somewhere. somewhere. But then... The, oh my gosh, the military. The, military, the terrorist group. Mil- yeah, whatever, finally caught up. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sukbong realized, oh, crap. I can't go back now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah, got so he's literally, army he has Jansu, <laughs> and he's literally surrounded by the terrorist task force now, the military police. Yeah, all pointing he's guns surrounded. At him. Everybody's trying to talk him down, and he's just so bewildered. On. He's just like, oh, no, I don't know what he's to do. He's out of it. He's out of it. He's panicking. I love and... how they showed that in the drama like showed it from his point of view of just like yes. his just mental state like just from the camera how the the um effects they did that was yes, really nice I, it was really good it just showed how he really was terrified had mm-hmm. no way of dealing with the situation and just overwhelmed so overwhelmed and- especially when they he was they were on the verge of talking him down so like, yes i think nobody wanted the military, the military guy to there. show up you know yeah he like so, if the police, the like armed guards didn't show up and surround him, probably would have worked out a little better. Yeah. So now he he looks on to everybody, looks at everybody. He realized if I want things to change, mm-hmm. I have to change it myself. Yep. And he takes the gun and pop, shot himself in the head, man. Mm-hmm. In front and, of everybody. 
jumps so everybody to try to like, jump oh, to him to gosh. stop him, mm-hmm. but he didn't get to him in time. So now Sub Fong is on the ground, bleeding out, and his calling last words mom. were "mom," mm-hmm. calling out for his mom. You know, is screaming. Everybody is in shock. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in shock, and it goes blank. Mm-hmm. And, and everything is just he killed himself the mm-hmm. media's talking about it everybody's talking about it and then the media that the military talked about made it seem like he had a hard time adjusting to hard time adjusting that life. he was the problem and he did this crazy thing and killed himself yeah the military they twisted that stories mm-mm yeah, a few people got fired too along the way. The general and things like that. Or they got uh, transferred. Things like that. People got transferred. All these things. And you see a whole new recruit of people to enter the military, you know. And Juno, you know, got his hand bandaged up, looking. And he stands in front of, behind all the new recruits as he stands there and he goes the opposite direction of the new recruits and that's the end of the season this series wait there was another scene i wanted to talk about before the before the uh end scene with the new recruits so remember he goes back to the guy's grave like the guy from the first episode oh yes that killed himself yeah so So he has the sister of the guy that killed himself his sister like walks up to the grave and stands next to juno and was like did you know my brother and juno lies and says like yeah i knew him he's a nice guy to make his sister feel better like give her a good picture of her brother in the military so he's like yeah i knew him he was really nice he helped everybody out and his sister was like well if he was so nice why didn't you do anything when he was being bullied and I was like, ooh. That one was a deep one. Because that mm-hmm. really, really makes you think, like, if he was so nice, why why did he get bullied? Why you ain't do nothing? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Because it really, because everybody is an on, onlooker and yep. saw everything. They, they saw everything. They knew what was going on. They could have stopped a whole bunch of things a long time yep. ago. Everybody was just watching and doing nothing about it. And that was the main theme of this is that everybody watching and stuff like that. So we get the credits and after the credits, there's one. Yeah, there's an more. end credit scene that you do not want to miss because we almost missed it. Yeah. You have to stay to the end of episode six for this last scene. That really is a shocker. Mm-hmm. So Suckbong's friend, like they were friends before the military. And like he knew that Suckbong was like a very nice guy, a gentle, kind soul. So yeah, they love anime, drawing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Art, everything. They were nice, gentle souls, both of them. And then last time they were on leave together, he just saw Suckbong like snap at this guy, like in the movie theater, just snap at him. So he, that's when he, his friends started to realize that he was changing for the worse. Mm-hmm. So then it shows, this is after Suckbong kills himself. 
it shows his friend is watching the news in the barracks and they're watching yeah, with the report. his other recruits with him and mm-hmm. the news is playing and all the people in the barrack are talking about the guys like huh the dude was just crazy stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're watching you know, the edited like media version that yeah. suck bong just wasn't adjusting well and stuff like that and so he's getting bullied himself in his own barrack as we mm-hmm. see as they're forcing him to stand and with all his gear on and he has a rifle was it like a mm-hmm. type of gun yeah I forgot what type of gun it is but he has a gun and he's just standing Definitely around like there a machine just throwing gun. stuff at him and things like that yeah they're like weren't him. you his friend like yeah stuff like that well you crazy just like him blah blah mm-hmm. blah and then he says Dakota as well if, if I, I want to change. change, I gotta change it myself. So, right, I gotta do something. He pulls out his gun and he Wait, points it at them, goes... and then he goes click click. Everybody yeah. stops, looks at him. Yeah, he cocks the him, gun. They look at him, and they're all they look at the freeze. gun and like, "What are you doing?" And then he goes, Da-da-da-da-da-da, and the scene is done. <laughs> yeah, the screen goes dark. All dark. you hear is machine gun shots. You're like, he "Oh my gosh!" Way. And if, if you, you want change, you got to do something. Something, and yeah, it's just wild. Because at the end of that, I was in shock. Because that just scene, at my like phone you don't know it's there, and it's just oh my gosh! It, man, this show. I was love the way so they did deep. that. He just cocks the gun, and then it cuts back to their faces, like, "Uh, what? What are you doing? Excuse me." Yeah, like, what are you doing, dude? You're not going to... Nah, nah, there ain't no bullets in that, right? <laughs> right. And then it just cuts, and all you hear is machine gun shots. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, that was... DP. I need a season two. I doubt there's going to be a season uh, two, but I want a I season really two. hope there is a season two, because Juno got a whole bunch of days. He's still got 500-something days. I know. All this took <laughs> place in, like, what, two months? Is that oh, he got so much time to still do? I was yes. just like, there needs to be more. There, there's nothing resolved. All these yeah. things happen, and they're just covering it up. And plus, this also took place back in like I think 2014, so it wasn't timed in like 2020 or 2021. It was mm-hmm. timed back then in the 2014 and stuff like that. When Sistar, you know, Touch My Body was big and everybody was, you know, loving that song. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, I'm truly hoping for another season because there's so much hap- that happened. There's so much stuff they need to touch base on. And, and I'm hoping to see some type of reform or change. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's not happening in the real world, at least the show can help us to figure out how we can stop it. Draw how awareness we can change to the, the cycle of the same bullying, seniority, BS, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because some of these people are deciding life or death situations. And it's supposed to be a duty for everybody that's a male to do two years to, you know, get training to protect their country. But the fact that they're going in and I still treating think mandatory like military worse weird. and worse, that's just me. you know, like I, I, I get the 
I get the thing about going to the military. I truly do. Oh, I don't. I, mean, I, I get it because they're literally right next to their enemies. Yeah, and but like, we don't have to be enemies. Red Velvet went to North Korea. Like, <laughs> but North Korea crazy. Let's be yeah, they're crazy, but like, you can't talk with crazy. We don't you need everybody to be trained. You just, I just think in case something happened. Just in case something happened and they invade, just in case, you know. I don't think nothing's going to happen. I think Kim Jong. I think if they leave each other alone, you do you, we'll do us. Like, I think we could have been signed the peace treaty and just like they're in some type of peace. Technically, treaty. they like I, I don't know. It's just weird. They're in they're only technically of, still at war because they never signed a peace treaty. It's more of a like it's more of a technical war than an actual war. Yeah, so like a little quiet war you know it's just it's not really a war but they also need to get people to be like just in case something happened because well i like i honestly think south korea would be fine with what they have because other countries would step in to help like all america has to do is say we will send a few people over and north korea would just stop they'd be like okay we lost also you have to understand that south korea technology wise has boomed so much that they tapped into a lot of places like Samsung. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. They have a whole bunch of connections and stuff like that. Samsung, all type of thing, motor, technology-wise. That a lot of people are very invested in making sure North Korea don't evade them. Because it would definitely, technology-wise, be an inconvenience. No, I'm just saying, I don't <laughs> think North Korea would ever invade South Korea. Because South Korea has too many allies. South, North Korea would. North Korea I has China they, I on think North side. Korea minding their business being crazy up there. But they have China and uh, <laughs> Russia on their side. So they would. If they get, you know, gaslighted, they would. Because <laughs> China I, and Russia are very much big foes. I think everybody. both countries, I think North Korea and South Korea need to get it together. That's what I think. Yeah, I think I, this 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 imaginary war has gone on for way too long unnecessarily because yeah, they nobody honestly doing they could nothing. just be in peace and be different i just wish they would allow if people want to leave north korea let them leave you know don't force uh, i don't think they're going to let people leave but i think they should at least end the war i feel like that's the bare minimum the least they can do is like sign a like have a truce or like sign a peace treaty just, something I better understand and realizing that okay y'all live y'all life let us live right ours. like we but understand problem- like there's a ton of humane humanitarian issues in north korea just the whole country itself is like I, just isolation for a country is just not a good idea but um no not, i don't think they're idea. gonna invade each other i i think we need to just end this that we need mandatory military though? service that now, after watching dp Whenever a new idol goes to the military, I'm like, no, I don't want them to go. I've seen what the military is like. I don't want them to go. I know, I know. It, it just makes me wonder, like, what are y'all going through? Because y'all well, are they, That's why people were complaining about idols getting special treatment. Because it probably was because normal people get bullied, but the idols weren't getting bullied. So people were mad. That's probably what yeah, happened. Probably. But it was funny. I saw an article recently in North Korea says... The Netflix show DP shows the cruelty of the military life. <laughs> and I was just like, y'all talk about cruelty. <laughs> right. I got some nerve. The pot calling the kettle black. 
I was like, y'all got no reason to be talking <laughs> at all. <laughs> so honestly, if I were to rate this, rate this, I would give this a 9.5. Yeah, 9.5 out of 10. Simply because I don't know if there's a season two and nothing was resolved. Mm. Until they give me some type of hope and another season, it's just going to stay a 9.5. So this was <laughs> really good. It gave us a lot of insights, a little bit of dark humor here and there. And it really opens your eyes to a lot of things that's going on in the military. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know it was that bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was See, a but lot this of probably happens in the U.S. military, too. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does happen in the American military, too. Because the American military is a lot bigger because we have the Navy, we have the um, the Navy and the, the Armed Marines. Force. Yeah, we have the Air Force. Air Force. And the regular military people. It's a big corporation and they definitely police themselves too. So who Not knows well. what's going on behind those doors too. So... Yeah, so that's CP, you guys. It's on Netflix. Six episodes, like an hour to 45 minutes each. Quick watch. Finish it in a day. It's definitely worth it. Great show. It was so good. So good. I I loved every episode. Everything was good. And this was our review. Hope you liked it, guys. Yeah, so the episode, the show we're probably going to talk about next week is Move to Heaven. Yes. Because Naj is in the middle of watching it. I finished it. But Naj is in the middle of watching it. And this one is so, so good. Touching. So touching. It's heartwarming. I can't wait You'll to cry. finish it. Can't wait. You will cry. Get your tissues. Yes. Get your tissues. <sighs> it has funny moments, but like it's mostly just like touching, like you said. Yeah. It's not outright sad, but you will need tissues. Yes, so we'll definitely do our breakdown of that next week. As so we watch do. it on Netflix if you want to talk about it with us. Yes, please watch it on Netflix. We're going to, you know, do it next week or not next podcast, which is a week away, honestly. Mm-hmm. So we hope everybody watches. Yeah, it's basically about. So, yeah, so the first episode is basically about. Uh, a guy and his son who has Asperger's, they, so when people pass away and after the body is gone, they basically clean up all their stuff. Yeah. And then they give a story of what that person's life was based on their belongings. So they try to piece together who the person was, which is like, just so like heartwarming and just nice. And they're so respectful of like the people and of their life and it's it's a great drama to watch it's yeah it makes you have faith in humanity again yes it truly do truly do especially after dp <laughs> yeah exactly especially after it's a good one to watch after dp yes yes there's like some trash people in move to heaven but like the the main characters they're all just wholesome yeah so make sure you guys follow us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at Your Neighborhood Onlys and on Twitter at Onlys Podcast. And we will be putting out episodes every week, hopefully more frequently. 
and we'll be yes. talking about we're, we're gonna try to get back on schedule you know do one a week type of thing the two that's probably going to come out now are going to be probably back to back but that's just the extra bonus for y'all and also just our sorry for being yes. absent for so long <laughs> so you probably you're going to get two this week and we're going to be back try to get back on schedule and I hope that everybody likes our new format because uh, we do we do like talking about these dramas that we are watching and we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of other things too. Mm-hmm. going to get on the variety shows as well because variety shows are amazing. As New variety shows and old variety shows. Yeah. So if you've been a fan for a while, yeah, if you've been a fan for a while, we're going to talk about some Star Golden Bell. We're going to talk about Hello Baby. So we're going to go, we're going to go back in time a little bit, you guys. So this yes. podcast is for the newer fans and the older fans. Yes, we're probably going to uh, get y'all hooked on a new Friday show even, or a new drama, mm-hmm. because we're going to try to get to it, all the ones that we love and hold. And we're also going to try to do live reactions mm-hmm. soon. So hopefully. Yeah, there's, some, there's some new Netflix dramas coming out. Yes. I don't want to say any names, but I'm going to say names. Squid Game looks so good. That trailer, that trailer. Oh my goodness. Watch the trailer for Squid Games, you guys. Yes, please watch it. Oh my gosh. And we're going to give you a heads up when we're going to do that next because that Mm -hmm. looks so good, guys. So good. Yeah, so you guys can watch it along with us and we'll give uh, reviews based on what episodes came out that week. So yeah, follow us on our socials, message us, we'll still we'll message you back so if you have stuff you want to complain about and k-pop and k-dramas and k-variety shows like we said we're still we're still a space a happy space where you can talk about whatever you want give your honest opinion on everything like i don't like cl's new song she had all the time in the world that's the best she could do i said what i said do not at me goodbye bye